Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. I am here today with Dalton Scalf. How old are you? 31. Oh gosh. Big 3-1. Yeah, older than me. Hey now. So Fresh haircut by Liv today. Woo-woo. <laughs> Gave him a little haircut. So in trade, he's uh, joining the podcast for the day. That's right. <laughs> but... Um, so I guess go ahead and tell them like what you do and kind of what your schedule's like and stuff like that because you are your own boss in a way and you have to make your own schedule and yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I work in the med advice field. Um, I work in the orthopedics here in Galesburg, um, with Dr. Wilson. So, uh, I work with his schedule. Um, so I have to organize getting all the trays and implants in for the surgery, scheduling the surgeries. Um, making sure that if Dr. Wilson wants anything extra or what his plans for the surgeries are, that um, we are prepared A, B, C, and D down the line because I am in the operating room with him. Um, Scary. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) definitely a a field I've worked really hard to get into. I love it. Um, It's always changing. You always got to be on your feet. But um, so I work with Zimmer Biomet, but I am my own boss because I, my schedule is not really a, a nine to five. Um, Natalie, my girlfriend, she kind of gripes at me some days cause I will work like two hours and take a nap on the couch and she's yelling at me cause I'm taking a nap on the couch or some days I'm on the road traveling, working 12 to 15 hours. I mean, there's been multiple times where I had to do a midnight trip to Peoria to get something for a case the next day. Um, so Yeah, and that's an hour away. So if you don't know that, um, and a lot of the times we'll be at the bar, and <laughs> you or Brandon yeah. can't drink because you have to work. So. Yeah, um, I, I do take call with him. So, um, I mean, basically, like, I, I'm, I am, like, Wilson's kind of second-hand man in the OR. Um, obviously, I don't really do or perform any of the surgeries, but I help along with total hips, total knees, um, making sure that the patients are being taken care of um, and they get back to a speedy recovery um, as quick and as soon as possible. So um, a lot of logistics is the craziest thing right now. We are having a lot of issues with supply chain, as is everybody else in the world, right. um, whether it be Amazon or, you know, any small business. Um, Our inventory is the same way. We literally are waiting on stuff for either months or weeks or it's like there right then. And so it's like crazy just having to plan for unplanned Mm -hmm. deliveries (laughs) yeah yeah no um that's been really tough but um i mean i have a pretty good group of team that kind of help support that um and manage that inventory there Um, but it it can be a nightmare um it can be frustrating and you know what happens if we don't have something or if we can't get something um never want to be put in that position position but sometimes you have to be and you have to be upfront and honest with your doctor be like hey doc this is what we're running into you have to be transparent right because you don't want to get into a situation where you need something and you don't have it then you're putting obviously your reputation doctor at risk and more important more importantly the patient right. um well because you work for the like sales part of it so not yeah. really the doctor part but like the supplies that so the doctor can do their job correct yeah so, to help assist with the surgeries and cases yeah yeah but yeah you have a crazy schedule mm-hmm. which Brand's the same way. I mean, we never know when he's going to work or not. You guys will be like, let's yep. hang out. I'm like, well, he'll be there or he won't. So yeah. uh, definitely feel that. But like a lot of business owners now are like feeling that same thing where they're learning their schedule, learning how to like compose a schedule and off the bat, even into it, like you're several years into your job, like I'm several years into mine, like 
it you never know what's going to happen no. or when you're going to have to be there. So definitely something that like young entrepreneurs or young people that are going into something like sales or something like that, like you have to be able to work when you can make the money and when you yep. can. So. But yeah, so you're um, busy, busy at work and mm -hmm. about to have a baby. We are, yes. Busy, busy at work and uh, busy, busy at home now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Natalie's literally about to pop out her kid any day yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, any day now. Um, <clears throat> so what has that been like, I guess, like learning how your schedule's going to be post-baby to what you're thinking it's going to be like <laughs> during the labor, I guess? Yeah, um, so it's... It, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult. Uh, you know, I love what I do, um, but I also love her and I love my family just as much, if not more. Um, so it's going to be life and balance, right? So you have to be able to, you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it type of scenario. Um, there's going to be sacrifices, right? But um, being there at the off the start, off the rip is, is my priority, number one priority. Um, number two priority is making sure that I have my business in the good hands of my teammates um, or partners and that they're set up for success as well. Like it's not just about me. There's multiple avenues. I put a lot of time and effort of making sure like if something happens right now and I'm in surgery and I get the phone call that Natalie's going into labor, I already have a plan of who can switch in surgery, who can come in and I can go do my thing. Um, just being prepared. Just being prepared, yeah. And then also to, you know, Dr. Wilson, um, giving me the opportunity to allow that to happen. Some docs might not do that. Um, so I've been very fortunate in that field as well. Um, but as far as, like, you know, the work-life balance, it's, it's going to be evolving, um, you know, playing it by ear. Um, but I'm – for my surgery days are, are pretty set in stone. Um but just playing around and making sure that, like, if I know that I'm working a little bit too much, that I, I have to, you know, take care of the home front as well. And uh, my girlfriend, Natalie, she she definitely keeps me in check, so <laughs> that probably wouldn't be too tough. She's sitting here like, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> Correct, but, she's saying. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, I mean, even me, like, you guys have been around where I'm working, like, mm -hmm. and talking at the same time, or, like, working and doing stuff, and it's, like, hard to pay attention and, like, set priorities between, like, home life and work life mm -hmm. and it's really hard to draw the line but also like you said like it's just got to be a balance and then like yeah. also being prepared for that like I mean there's a lot of things right now that we're doing preparation for so that later on it's easier and I mean it's just with any kind of job where you're don't have a set schedule or like that you are always kind of on your toes you have mm -hmm. to be planned for the anything can happen kind of mentality absolutely and then but you also have to and i think you'll be do a great job of that um is surrounding yourself with people with the same mentality same mindset it's not easy always being on call 24 7 or you know having to feel that you have to answer every one of your customers right you right. know there's been times where like you're just like should i do this or should i do that you know with natalie or whatever um and it's just like that's awesome that you feel that way but like you're not obligated, right? right? But you kind of are, but you kind of not, right? Right. So, um, I mean, it just, you want to surround yourself with the same like-minded people that also challenge and push you to like, hey, like that's part of being an adult, like, right? Like you mm -hmm. have a, a great successful business, you're kicking ass, taking names. Yes, it comes with, you know, a price, but the price is that you're building an awesome brand, you're building your brand, and you're in, being able to impact other people's lives, and it's it's yours, you know, it's your baby, you're, you're, the face of it you're the back of it you're everything um and so that's that's something that like you take pride in and if people can't understand that respect that um then so be it don't let them you know bring you down because they can 
you know, I, I get that too on, on my end of my job. Like, who cares? Just have somebody ever cover your case or this or that. Or if I'm not on call, but my doctor's working, I'm going to go to work because that's my doc. Like, right. I busted my ass to get here. Not that I don't trust anyone, but it's just like, that's who I am. That's you how we're wired. Show up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how we're wired. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people take. don't really get that. Like, no. especially like even my employees, I guess, like, and you can probably relate this to people that you work with. Like, they get a clock out and like, I don't ever clock out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of them also now they're doing jobs that, you know, they kind of understand like where I'm coming from, where I'm always getting questions and always getting like people to comments and stuff. But like, I mean, you do have to shut it off, but yeah, Brandon's always like, hey, you just shut it off. That's the great thing about online. I'm like, yeah, but like people know that I'm there. Mm-hmm. And so like, I want to show up, but same thing with what you're doing. Like you want to show up for your doctor. You don't yep. want to make him feel like, well, he's just going to pass me off to somebody else, Correct. you know, so. Because it's very easy to do. I mean, in, in this day and age, it's very easy to get lazy and complacent and that. And then next thing you know, you're the snowball effect and you're working 10 times harder to get back to where you were, or, you know, right. or something drastic happens and that could be it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't want to work nowadays. I go to Target and they're like standing up there on their phone and like, they're at the self-checkout line, and I need help, and it's ding, ding, dinging, and then, like, it takes 15 minutes because so-and-so is talking to her, their friend, and yeah. I've had to literally, like, go up to them and, like, interrupt them and be like, hey, um, hi, I yeah. need help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can use your job. I need help here. Right, Can't and you're getting paid, like, $15 an hour. Like, please just do something. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah so, I don't know. It's cool, though, that you get to make your own schedule. You kind of get to line things up, and, like, your doctors know that you're having a baby, mm-hmm. so, like, everybody understands. It's just, like you said, like, communication with them to getting to where you want to be and like being able to have the time that you want to have once baby h gets you Mm -hmm. well (laughs) i I think he said it best too it's all about communication right like so having those tough conversations with like your doctor some of your employees or customers of like hey like here's you know guidelines this is what's going on you're up front you're honest about it um and you got to have those difficult conversations and i don't think you grow as a person or even as a business professional um, or a sales professional without having those upfront, genuine, tough conversations. Because, like, I mean, if you don't have those, you, you're never going to know how you're going to respond. And, like, truthfully, you don't know how the other opposition or the other team or person or whoever is going to feel. And you might be not getting your point across to them and getting very mad or frustrated. And they could be like, oh, nothing's wrong or something, you know? Right. And yeah. that can learn and go down a rabbit <laughs> or a rabbit hole quickly. Yeah. Um, but so it's about communication. And, too with it's very easy this day and age to to get on your phone and just text something to someone instead of having the conversation like we are doing now face to face you see the reactions you can hear and feel the tone of their voice and just kind of what they're going on or what's they're feeling versus you just a text message lol or you know right yeah that's why i like to like with my vendors like to have a lot of like phone Mm -hmm. calls with them so i can be like hey like this is what we need by this time because if I'm texting them over the computer and I'm like, hey, like, can we get this? They're going to be like everybody else and be like, oh, they just want this sooner, like, blah, blah, they don't mean it, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. rather than calling them, you know, or whatever. And that's why I call a lot of my employees, too, because, like you said, like, I've had a tough time having conversations because I hate confrontation and I hate, like, making people upset. But, like, if I just say it in a better way of, like, more assertive rather than pissy or like you know aggressive then it comes off a lot better and then they understand like I need this out of them instead of like well you're not doing your job it's like I just need this from you I need to see this so it's expectation and alignment go a long way yeah so I guess like 
if you could give advice to somebody who is kind of in the same field as you, you know, you're kind of relying on somebody else for some guidance as far as like schedule, but like you still get to take the initiative. Like, what's one thing that you would tell them to take it the step farther to show someone like, hey, I'm serious. Like, this is why I should be on your team. This is why I'm why I'm an asset. Like, what kind of advice do you have for someone who's trying to like up themselves in the position that they're at now? Yeah. So rather be in the field that I'm in, or you know, maybe you or anyone else out there. So like communication is one, right? Um, two, you have to be prepared. Like, what are you what are you wanting out of it? Like, don't just wake up and like um, I'm gonna make it happen. No, like how are you gonna make it happen? Like, have a not necessarily like a checklist, but like you gotta have like a plan, a, a plan, and, and you have to follow that plan. And if you go off track or if you don't do that plan correctly go back into the drawing board and redo it. It's it's taking chances and failing multiple, multiple times. It took me, honestly, almost 10 years to get in this field. Okay. I interviewed over seven different states for over 12 different companies. Um, I got to the last ride along three different times and I just got beat out to somebody who has quote unquote sales experience or had med advice or pharma advice prior to me. Um, honestly, how I got this job is I, I moved back home, kind of knew someone. It just kind of fell in my lap, right? But I think it kind of fell in my lap because I always, this was always my dream, it's always my end game, and I never gave up. I, I kept taking the L's, kept taking the L's until you get the win, right? Um, <clears throat> so to answer your question, like what are some things to prepare someone? Communication, being upfront to yourself, not, not only to yourself, but to others. Mm -hmm. I think to yourself is a big one. Like are you just hiding behind your phone or you just may always making excuses you oh, can't make sure. an excuse um if you fuck up or if you don't do something don't like ah well this and that no you just didn't do it like just cut it there two is being prepared so like you said what do you want out of it you want to you know sell a million dollars worth of clothes a year all right what does that turn out to close per month and work backwards right, right? or same thing for me if you know, I want to do that in med device, work backward. What does that look like? Um, and then another one, I just lost my train of thought, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? I was communication, prepare. <laughs> oh, do what you say. So if you say that you're going to, you're talking to a customer and, you know, whatever, hey, I'll get back to you in 24 hours, get back to them in 24 hours, even if you don't have an answer. Yeah. Um, same thing like for me like I talk to a lot of higher ups at hospitals I have no idea what they're asking me to do like yep yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out or if I don't know like hey so and so I don't know give me you know 24 hours to get back to you or if it's urgent let me make some phone calls like being okay not knowing everything is okay yeah like totally fine yeah you're going to put way too much pressure on yourself because the other people if they're asking you the question they probably don't know it either, right? Right, and they, you don't want to give them wrong information Correct. either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been you know numerous times when I started out, and you know I'm, I'm observing observing the flow of the OR, and someone asked me something, and you know you don't want to like oh I don't know, but like you don't want to tell them something that could dr drastically influence or affect anything that's going on in, in, in that scenario. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I've learned from excuse me some of my peers is if you don't know, like say hey doc I don't know. I'll look it up, I'll get back to you, you know, whatever the parameters of that, but follow, right. follow through. And I think if you do any of those, you know, three things in life and you have a plan, 
attack it, you'll be on the up and up regardless. Yeah. It, it, it could take time. You know, like I said, I know some people who got into this job right out of high school or college. I know some people that took three or four years or knew somebody or, t- you know, me almost 10 years. Um, yeah. But it, it's, and two is, what a lot of people don't realize it's, it's kind of about the journey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, you get to that point and you, you reflect of like, man, those are some nights where it was kind of nitty or gritty. It was crunch time or it yeah. was difficult, but like that made you a better person, that made you a better human, um, made you a better professional. And you can look back on those things at the, you know, at the end of it and hang your hat on something that you're proud that you've done yourself from mm-hmm. the ground up. Um, yeah. Well, like I've had multiple different jobs and I kind of talk about it a lot on the podcast and like in general, but like in each job I learned something so like if I go talk to somebody and they start talking to me about something I'm like oh yeah I can like relate to that like I understand what you're saying and they're like oh well like have you dealt with this I'm like yeah well I've done this job this job and this job mm-hmm. and like people are like well you hop around a lot and I'm like well each job taught me something and it taught me like what I wanted to do and then it really taught me what I didn't want to do Correct. and that's kind of where I ended up so I don't know it definitely does help to like go through the experiences because I feel like everybody needs to one live like not really necessarily alone, but they need to live, like, and be okay with being by themselves, and yeah. then they need to also live and learn, like, this is how I'm going to do this, this is how I'm going to pay my bills, this is how I'm going to go out to eat tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I used to, like, always have a rule to, like, keep $200 in my bank account, yeah. at least, and that's obviously when I was younger, but my dad always says, you know, keep some backup money. Well, there are the nights where my friends would go out, and I had 20 bucks to my name, and I was like, am I going out tonight, or am I going to go eat dinner tomorrow? I have no yep. idea. So, a lot of times I chose the wrong thing, but it taught me how to do the right thing. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, definitely, 100%. I think, like, just having a plan and, like, you know, preparing yourself for your end goals or your, like, small goals that get you to the end goal, I feel like that's really important. Like, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, people now are taught that, oh, everyone should be the same and everyone should get equal opportunity. And there's a reason why there's why there's people that have had the same exact opportunities and some of them end up to be, like, low-life duds and some of them end up being millionaires. It just depends on, like, what you do with the knowledge and what you do with the opportunities because I know I've gotten the same opportunities as a lot of people that I know and they didn't do anything with the knowledge. And I kind of touched on this on the podcast I just did, but how, like, I was telling people, like, boutique owners keep all these secrets because they think that like oh I can't tell anybody how I'm doing things because they're just going to go to the exact same thing and it's not true because like I mean I can tell you to go brush your teeth 10 times and you'll have no cavities but are you going to actually do it like probably not so yeah yeah no I think having like small goals to get to the end goal is definitely important and like you said even if you're taking losses you're learning and I feel Mm -hmm. like every like mistake is a lesson instead of a loss so definitely important to realize that yeah and and don't be afraid to be aggressive with your goals within reason what i mean within reason like hey you know if you want to set out your first you know if you're starting a new business new boutique or whatever and you you, can go into whatever you you, want you you, don't have to talk to just boutique well no but like for like for like boutique or even like med device like um you know you hey i i want to make you know 100k a month because i mean i i know people in this industry it's very lucrative right um they do clear home 100k a month whatever but what goes into that is a lot like don't set yourself short but like if you have a tough goal you have to be serious with yourself how you're going to get there and attack it because even if you fail you'd be probably surprised of how far you've gone or come Mm -hmm. to get there um so yeah so write write that shit down and don't be afraid to fail i mean that's that's the biggest thing like 
I mean, I don't know how many times, like I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted this job back in high school. And I talked to all my friends, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And it never really changed. Um, I had a couple jobs here and there that I was pretty good at and kind of enjoyed or whatever, making sandwiches, (laughs) Subway artists. I had to bring it up. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, like I always had it back in my mind and I never gave up. Obviously, you know, there's ups and downs, but just having that image in my head of what I wanted and how I want my life to live. Um, and be able to provide for my daughter um, and my family and stuff. So, so it's excited. <laughs> it's um, it's been a journey, but like it's 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 a journey, and you got to respect and love the journey. Yeah. Um, and it depends on what you're comfortable with. Like yeah. you said, like you have big goals to make this much, and you want to live this lifestyle. And that's something that like my dad talked a lot about. He's like, "This is the lifestyle I want to live. So like, this is what I'm going to do." You know, I have buddies who are going out drinking every night and doing this and that and messing around but like they don't have a boat they don't have a you know mm-hmm. house the size of ours they don't have this or this they can't send their kids to dance lessons because they're spending their money in these ways or that instead of working like I am they're you know sitting at home watching the football game which is fine like everybody needs times like that whatever we go have plenty of drinks but um I'm just saying like as a like 80 80 40 or 80 20 percent like you know they're splitting up their time in a lot different ways than people who are successful i feel like so. yeah it's all about like what's important to you and, and what you want out of uh, life and things yeah <clears throat> yeah yep. do you have any final thoughts for our listeners <laughs> um like okay well what are you most excited for to be a dad Ooh, to be a dad um. <laughs> hmm, that, that is a good question. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited for the whole journey, the the whole process of, uh, you know, being able to see my girlfriend hold our daughter and just watch her become a mom and uh, like a parent, and then watch me do that, and then just watch her daughter grow. Um, another thing, you know, sports. I'm excited to watch girls basketball. I'm just kidding. Girls basketball. <laughs> Softball. Softball. Hello. No. Cheerleading. No. I, I'm just. Me ex- and Natalie will be on the sidelines with like tequila waters instead of waters. <laughs> yeah. With tequila in our water bottles. But no, I, I'm excited for just the the moments that you don't expect to happen to happen and to see like. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, the daughter and, you know, the dress and the father-daughter dance, all that stuff's great, right? But, like, it's it's the things that happen inside the house that no one sees that you don't necessarily see because it's everyday life. Right. And you know that you're impacting her life or in a manner that she doesn't realize yet because, I mean, I've had the same, like, my parents are still together and, you know, very fortunate for that. And, you know, they were pretty strict, but God bless them. Like, I wouldn't want them any other way. They taught me a lot of things and going back, looking back now that I'm going to be a parent, it's, I want to instill that into my daughter's Mm -hmm. life as well. And you don't, I mean, I I got some um, advice from one of my coworkers today. He's like, there's really no such thing about being a good dad or being a bad dad. It's just being a dad. That's that's his only advice. He's like, you know, some people say you might not feel anything when you first meet your daughter. Some people, you know, get all giddy and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he, he felt something for one child, and when the he's got four childs, one of them he didn't. It wasn't the same. He's like, right. it's not that I doesn't love them. It's just like people. It just affects a little bit differently, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he and. So, I mean, I'm just excited for the whole process. I mean, I know I've kind of really been all over the board here, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just excited to, to be a dad and 
see yeah. where it takes me and, and watch me grow and mature as a person. I definitely know it's not going to be easy, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have our ups and downs. But, yeah. you know, getting through that together and, and never giving up on the family, the team, yeah. um, and having a good, strong supporting cast, friends of you and Brayden, um, <clears throat> and then, you know, her parents and my parents, and just, just yeah. going to the next stages. You so. guys have a good support system, for you sure. Do. But... Yeah. Um, okay, one more question. Mm-hmm. So what is one thing that your parents did that you will not be doing with your daughter? Hmm. As far as maybe like rules or like making you eat certain vegetables. I mean, anything. Well, I, I, <laughs> I don't really eat a whole lot of fruits and vegetables anyway. So um, Pizza tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably going to try to instill that. I don't know. I don't know. What's one thing that my parents did that I won't do? Hmm. Well, here, I'll give you an example. So I went to a high school that didn't really fit my needs. So like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be really good at FFA, and I really wanted to be good at cheerleading and dance. Well, our school is like, mediocre at like, everything, but there's two schools, and one school is really, really good at dance, and one school is like, really good at FFA, and they yep. had a good cheerleading team, not awful, whatever. And I was like, I really want to transfer schools, and I had friends in both schools. And my parents were like, no, you started here, you're going to finish here. And I get where they were going with that because, mm-hmm. you know, you start something, you end something. Yep. But sometimes I think about, like, what if they let me? Like, mm-hmm. where like would I be an answer? Would I be a FFA coordinator? Would I be something else? So I'm always like, you know, I'm glad that they kind of made me stay there. But, like, I don't think I'd ever make my kid be like, like, I wouldn't tell them, like, you know, you have to stay in this school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I know that's probably small or whatever, but... That was one thing that I was like, I really, I don't know. I would probably let my kids change if change. I wanted to. Yeah, depending on their dreams. I mean, I was a junior in high school. I knew exactly yeah. what my school was and, like, where I wanted to go. And, yeah, I just felt like my school didn't really offer exactly what I needed. What you were looking for. Yeah. Um. So, one thing that I would change. Man, I don't... I mean, obviously, like, you know, I had, you know, great parents, but I, I can't honestly <laughs> think... I mean, obviously, like... As a kid, I'm, there's been multiple times where I was extremely pissed off or upset about my parents. Like, let's, let's you know, get that yeah. out front right now. I mean, I was a hellion. Um, but oh I, don't, I don't know. Like, the, the biggest... So, like, I guess not wanting to let my parents down. Um, it's not really something that, like, I won't but Like, giving baby H that's our daughter's name name for right now um probably forever (laughs) you know giving her like my my mom and dad have always said you know you know work your ass off work hard play hard type scenario but you know giving them like a leash long enough to hang themselves so you know you can go out and do whatever you want or whatever but if you go down the wrong path like you're gonna hang yourself and like that once that happens like that that's it right Mm -hmm. so I mean not that like I don't know, like that that analogy that has stuck with me thick and thin um, like throughout you just my time. Give like, them choices. Get, yes, and then if whatever choices they make, then like kind of go through with it. But like they have to learn, yeah. and they have to you know see life for themselves. Obviously, I want to try to guide her in directions similar <laughs> to you know the same mindset or you know train of thought that you know me and Natalie have. But at the end of the day, like I don't want them to be like. We're like no, like you have to get into this field. You have to do this. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, excuse me, whatever. Not that my parents forced me to do anything like that, but that's just one thing that like I think that. So I can't really answer your question, but like, 
So that's one thing that you to, admire. I, about I admire. Them, yes, that I so. would do, and I would hope to stay true throughout the process yeah. of giving her enough slack or enough opportunity to not necessarily hang herself, but to <laughs> whatever. Um, well, reap the consequences of whatever correct. she yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's yeah. consequences and cause and effect and everything. So. Um, yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have to talk about for this time. Yeah. But Dalton's going to be starting his own podcast here soon. Yes. All about, like, what, politics and sports uh, and just, all kinds of yeah. answer. Yeah. So it's a couple of my buddies, um, both back in St. Louis. Um, we talk every day. Um, and we just talk about life, politics. Bullshit. Both of them are married. <laughs> I'm bullshit. You know, I'm having a kid and just buying a home and just where we kind of see the country going and us and just life in general and just honestly it's just for us to kind of bullshit and hang out and kind of become a little bit closer and just something fun to do yeah honestly yeah yeah all right well i think that well, you had some good points I, i'm glad that we did this so, yeah me too yeah all right you guys well if you want to follow the be your own boss talk podcast on instagram it is just um under mine so olivia underscore monic so i don't really have an instagram for it but um we do have a patreon so it is patreon.com slash be your own boss dot podcast i believe i don't have my sheet in front of me this time um and then also um just stay tuned for more episodes and yeah if you have any questions be free or feel free to send them my way and i'll hopefully answer them but thank you for coming on thanks Liv. thank you i appreciate it i'm excited because hopefully maybe each will be here by the weekend let's hope so wait to hold her